This is 50 Reasons to Visit Britain. We're your hosts, Joe Donlan and Caitlin Potts. Coming up on today's show, Joe all but phones a friend and asks the audience for this week's trivia answers. Yours truly gets graphic about what he'd do if living in Buckingham Palace. And we wrap up our castle theme with some great British gems. everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of our 50 Reasons to Visit Britain from Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. My name is Caitlin, and I have been to England three times, I think. Someone asked me this yesterday, and I had to, I had to think about it, but yes, three times, and I want to go back for a fourth. My name is Joe, and I'm glad that Caitlin always leads these segments because I never have anything to say in them, so I just piggyback <laughs> off what she said. Very good. During each episode, we will be focusing on a new and exciting reason to travel to Britain. In case you can't already tell, today's reason number 20 involves England, and it is castles in England. Yes, yes. As we wrap up our castles, this is the last portion of our castles theme. And I know last reason last episode we had kind of an interesting BuzzFeed quiz this one is a little less castle oriented a little bit more British themed in general and we had is your personality more British or American and as we both know with a BuzzFeed quiz of about 10 questions or whatever that involves pictures that's you know that's gonna tell you the the real answer which is great absolutely they're completely accurate yes so I'm pre- I'm presuming that like me, you got a picture of a dog dressed in a sequined flag. Yes, that is the UK because you got British. Yeah, how did you know? I, I don't know. I just guessed based on the the way the questions were laid out. <laughs> it's a fifty-fifty shot, right? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, you're more British, but that's okay. You get to be miserable yeah. all the time and secretly love it. And people assume you're clever. Little do they know. Yeah, I like that it leads with sorry, too. Yes. Like, oh, damn it. I guess guess we got to give you the bad news. And I got to say, this dog just looks so sad. Oh, there's there's a pain behind those eyes. It is, it's incredible. It's the biggest meh expression I think you'll ever. No, ever no, see. no. There's real pain there, Caitlin. I don't. I don't think we see it. It's. <laughs> it's just. I'm not British enough, Joe. <laughs> forlorn, yeah, but just yeah. dealing with it, you know. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, I guess we're both we're both British. We can continue this episode, right? I guess so. All right. So let's move on to crystal math. Um, in reference to castles in England. There are an estimated 1,500 castles in England. So we talked about how many there are in Wales, how many there are in Scotland. Here we are with England. The first castles appeared in England during the 11th century. In medieval times, the average length of time it took to construct a castle was 10 years. Can you imagine, like, you know... If that's your new home and you have to just kind of hang out or you probably have a castle somewhere else that you're living in while the, while the little people, you know, while the lesser than are um, building for you, yeah, it's you gotta, know, it's gotta be pretty tough, you know, exactly. Sipping your champagne, eating your caviar, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
So Windsor is the fourth largest castle in the world and the largest in England. And we may talk about that later on. So woohoo. We have talked a great deal about castles in our last few weeks, and we're wrapping up castles in Britain with England. Over time, castles in Britain changed from providing public defense to being private residences. We're going to cover both of those types of castles today with some references to the royal family as well. Shout out to Queen Elizabeth and her gang. Um, yeah, take yeah. it away, Joe. All right. I would just like to state from the top of the episode that I prefer the defensive castles rather than the private ones. I just think they have more history and are cooler. Agreed. That doesn't take away from the wealth that you can find in the private residence ones and the ones that were built as vanity projects, essentially. So that's okay, too. I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, Very diplomatic of you, Joe. Thank you. Yes, I just I like to state my opinion at the start of these things. So I like it. I'm looking at southern England first, Caitlin, and England's southern portion is a beautiful vacation destination. We're starting off with a castle, which is home to about 2,000 years of history, designated a military headquarters during the First World War. Dover Castle is an iconic English fortress. It once housed English soldiers in an underground hospital and also contained a number of secret tunnels used for battle. During the visit to this castle, found on England's southeast coast, you can journey through the underground hospital as special effects and real-time footage bring a rescue operation to life. And you can also descend at your own pace into the eerie, winding, secret medieval tunnels and discover the oldest surviving lighthouse in the country the Roman Pharos above ground, of course. Moving on to what's often called the loveliest castle in the world, Leeds Castle is located in England's southeast and is without a doubt one of the most beautiful venues in Kent. It's surrounded by 500 acres of parkland and is found majestically along the still waters of its moat. This place is perfect for a fun day or a romantic getaway. Leeds Castle was once a palace used by Henry VIII, as well as the private property of six of England's medieval queens. Apart from touring its interior, you can also try to navigate your way through its maze, escape through a grotto, and discover its birds of prey centre. Ever been to any of these castles, Caitlin? I haven't. I was just about to ask you that. Believe it or not. I've heard amazing things about Leeds especially. but Yeah, um, I actually haven't been to either of them either, but I was going to comment on the Birds of Prey Centre. That's a, a cool thing that some castles yeah. and even castle hotels are doing these days as an add-on event, I guess, to, you know, keep people more interested, keep them on the grounds a little bit longer, but also it's kind of really cool to see somebody, you know, play with hawks and eagles and stuff like that it's it's pretty cool yeah. yeah and that is something that is becoming increasingly popular in ireland and the uk um you know i mean on the work trips that we've taken we've seen that several times and it's very cool i will say even if you're not super into birds like me it's definitely something worth taking the time to witness you're, for sure you're not an ornithologist no, okay. I know that surprises not, you, doesn't not it? Not something I knew about you. It kind of <laughs> changes my overall opinion and worldview, you know, I guess, really. But 
I am full of little of little surprises here and there, you know. <laughs> All right. Moving on to central England, Caitlin, we are looking at Warwick Castle, which is found in the county town of Warwickshire and is located at the bend of the River Avon. If you are wondering where you know the River Avon from, you're possibly thinking of Stratford-upon-Avon, which is where William Shakespeare was born and lived. It was Shout out to the bard. Yeah. It was originally a wooden castle, Warwick Castle that is, was originally a wooden castle and then rebuilt with stone in the 12th century, which is something that happens to many castles, especially during the defensive ages when they were used for that reason and may or may not have been burnt down or knocked down by catapults. Today, you can explore Warwick Castle while watching period actors bring its history to life. Moving on to another famous castle in England, we have Bodium Castle. This was built in the 14th century by a British soldier who worked his way into wealth. Bodium's architecture is quite impressive and its imposing stone towers and battlements all emerge from a misty moat. You can't tour much of the castle's interior, unfortunately, because various sections have fallen into ruin. Real shocker, a castle in Britain in ruins. Who knew? However, visitors can check out Bodium's battlements, grand courtyards, and towers. Another castle in central England is Balsaver Castle, and it's a 17th century castle found in Derbyshire, designed with the intention to impress all who visit. What castle isn't, I guess? It's been beautifully restored with rich coloured wall art, carved marble fireplaces, and stunning painted ceilings. This castle has a fountain garden, which was designed around the statue of Venus emerging from her bath. It is now open to the public, and you can see more than 5,000 plants, flowers, and fruit trees in bloom. Balsaver also has an indoor riding school and cavalier horsemanship displays on weekends. And you will notice a kind of a running theme with some of these castles is that they're not just castles. They're not just places to visit to see a spectacular exterior or a you know immaculately kept interior they also have other stuff going on and they're trying to survive through the you know the current period i guess when they don't really have any use aside from tourism but you know they can they can find other reasons to go on using you know fountain gardens or writing schools or hawking and uh, birds of prey centers and stuff like that so very interesting pardon the interruption but we would like to ask you to subscribe to us on apple podcast google play stitcher tune in or anywhere you get your podcasts that is if you haven't subscribed already we would really appreciate you reviewing us on any and all of these as that is the best way for us to find new listeners right now we have a segment called caitlin's little jack horner which is cockney rhyming slang for caitlin's corner in this segment we give caitlin some slang and she has to guess what the translation is to proper english caitlin you love this segment right it's your favorite it's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. All right. Well, it's my thank favorite God thing. for that. <laughs> I have a number of options in front of me today. I think wow. none of them have anything to do with castles, obviously, because why would why would uh, we do that? Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with butcher's hook. Okay. 
Butcher's yes. Hook. Butcher's Hook, and that is H O O K Butcher's Hook. You are going. You are going to tell okay. us a little bit more about castles in England for a while, and we are going to come back to you for an answer a little bit later on what you think oh, Butcher's yeah. Hook might be. Cockney rhyming slang for. Okay, I will. I will get to thinking about that while we go over castles in London. So we can't talk about castles in London without talking about the Tower of London. This infamous prison is one of the most famous and iconic of English castles. The Tower of London actually comprises of multiple towers, 12 of which can be explored by the public. When you visit the tower, you won't want to miss the famous Crown Jewels exhibition. You'll see the Imperial State Crown, which is worn by the Queen for each state opening of Parliament, along with the Sovereign Scepter. You can also take a tour with the Yemen Warders, who will tell you all about the tower's bloody past. And as always, as as with me when I when I get to talking about these things, I'm getting excited. I have a little, not really a story, but just a little memory lane session where um, I went to this in 2012 with my wonderful friend Lisa, and um, it was just so impressive. I mean, obviously, this is something that you hear about from the time you're young, you know, taking um, history classes in school, but it's so cool to see this in person, and you've got the warders, and they're in their very impressive outfits, and next thing you know, there are people in period costume acting out a battle scene and this and that. And it is so amazing. Um, and I've heard too, they have really, really good fish and chips nearby here. According to our, I think our colleague Vivian told us that. So I should, that I should throw that in. Very important have you been here, Gil? I have not actually been in around the tower. No, I've been outside <gasps> and whatnot, but no. It's so cool. And then after you go to the tower, you can like, if, if, if you're me, of course, which who wouldn't want to be, you can like walk back over one of London's amazing bridges and it's so cool and it's amazing. And I just love London. Um, I, have, I have walked over the bridge that you're speaking of. I, yeah, I think you have an idea. Yeah. I mean, there's got, many got bridges, pretty close. Just cool. didn't quite get in there. You know, you know. So moving on, another one of London's most visited attractions is Buckingham Palace. This is Queen Elizabeth II's official London residence. It served as the administrative headquarters of the British monarch since 1837. Buckingham was originally built in 1703 as the London residence for John Sheffield, the third Earl of Mulgrave. Shout out to John Sheffield. You know, he's paving the way. Johnny boy. Johnny boy. More than 50,000 visitors see Buckingham every year and it's a focal point for national celebrations and commemorations so it has 717 rooms in total and here we go joe we're gonna do another little by the numbers crystal math for you buckingham palace has 775 rooms in total including 19 state rooms 52 royal and guest bedrooms 188 staff bedrooms 92 offices and 78 bathrooms so you know when you nice. got to go, you have plenty of options, right? If I lived there, I would definitely make it a point to use all of the bathrooms at some point. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. Like, and test out every bed, you know. And, like I'd definitely and... go out of my way to go to a different bathroom, even if I <laughs> needed to go to the bathroom really badly, just to get them all tested out. 
Totally, totally. So Queen Victoria was the first British monarch to use this palace as a residence. She was also the first to use the balcony for appearances. So in recent history, when the royal weddings have aired and couples have had that moment where they have their famous kiss on the balcony, Queen Victoria was a trailblazer for these moments. She started it all. Buckingham Palace is only open to the public in the summer when the queen isn't in residence. Hence the reason why it only gets 50,000 visitors a year, because I was looking at that number. I was like, there is no way that that's right. It has to be way more than that, but that makes sense. Well, and it also makes sense because when I, (laughs) back in 2012, you know, um, when I was over there, um, I watched like the changing of the guard and all this stuff. And it was amazing. But looking back, I remember thinking, I wish we could have gone inside. And here this was back in, I believe, April or May. So, you know, it would not have been summer yet. Couldn't go inside. And Sucks to be you, Caitlin. Sucks to be me. Just, just, in, just in general, not about the Buckingham Palace thing. <laughs> That's just the theme of this podcast <laughs> in general. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to castles in greater London. So just a little bit outside of London. Um, and we're using that term quite... Um, you know, with, with a, with a bit of, because that's not like something we usually do, but yeah, exactly. No, no, definitely not. We're lying to you. We're, we're kind of lying, but not really outside of London and a spectacular part of England's great West way is Blenheim palace. This was the birthplace of the first Duke of Marlborough's famous descendant, Winston Churchill, whose life and times are commemorated by a permanent exhibition in the suite of rooms in which he was born. Blenheim is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and you may recognize it from various entertainment hits like Ease the Royals. For more info on Blenheim, check out previous episodes of 50 Reasons to Visit Britain, because we enjoy talking about Blenheim, don't we? And we have in the past. Yeah, Blenheim is fantastic. Um, It's amazing. And we won't get into it any more than that, because we don't have to waste time, but we, we do love it. And now for a castle you're all sure to have heard of, Windsor. We talked about Buckingham earlier and its connections to the monarchy. Windsor Castle is the Queen's preferred residence on the weekends. You know, we all have that kind of a (laughs) that kind of a life. It's been home to British kings and queens for more than 1,000 years. As we mentioned earlier, this is the biggest castle in England, and it also is the oldest occupied castle in the world. It was originally built in the 11th century, and today it covers about five hectares of land. You can tour the grounds of Windsor and tour St. George's Chapel, an old Gothic masterpiece where many a royal wedding and royal ceremony have occurred. The state apartments are also a site to take in during your visit to Windsor, as well as the world's largest and most intricate dollhouse, Queen Mary's Dollhouse. And I don't know why, but I always think back to when I was there with Sabrina and (laughs) there are clearly signs that say no cameras, no this, no that. And she, God love her, snuck a photo of this dollhouse and a few other things. And she was determined and she she did it. So hats off to you. I don't recommend this. We're going to have to cut that in case case Sabrina gets uh, extradited (laughs) to Britain to, you know, face (laughs) trial for her crime. She's going to get some hate mail. Crimes against the royal family. Um, Sorry, Sabrina. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll be okay. Um, All right, yeah, Win- Windsor is like the most opulent, extravagant place I've probably ever been. I think it's it's a little ridiculous almost how, how uh, I don't know, especially the, the state rooms. 
Yeah. You agree? Yeah. You don't agree? Oh, no, I totally agree. I mean, they are completely just fast. Not, I don't want to say fascinating, impressive, and just wow, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Yes. Anyway. We are mo- <laughs> mostly done. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to dismiss what you said. I was like, yeah, sure. Yes. I just want you to agree with me. That's all. I agree. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to finish out Caitlin's corner right now. Just in, nod and smile, Caitlin. In, <laughs> in case you forget, our Caitlin's corner from a little bit earlier was Butcher's Hook. And that is Cockney rhyming slang for something. And we're hoping that you have the answer, except I don't think you will. Well, that's not nice. No, no that's not nice at all. I, I believe in you. I just don't believe in you in this instance. Okay. Well, I had two ideas. The first is the the more. Okay. So the first was crook. Okay. What's the second? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> really doing well so far. Um, the second is more, I think, obvious and definitely wrong, and that would be book. Okay. What's your third? <laughs> um okay butcher's hook right that's what you said um took okay i will give you a clue that might not help (laughs) if i what was the last one you said luck yes wow i was about to say if i if i told you i was giving you a dirty butcher's hook right now what would you say But I, I knew that would probably confuse the issue, so I was happy to I was happy to get it on the fifth turn, I think. So Oh no, it was that was definitely the first try. Let's, let's Yes. Okay. We're not first. we're not gonna lie to people. Yes. Okay, let, let's let's right. be upfront here. That, that was the first guess. Yeah, we we actually um do this earlier on in the day and I tell Caitlin the answer and she just pretends she doesn't know it for com- yeah. comedic effect. I'm a very good actress, so um there you go. All right, let's move on to our quiz. Yay! My, my computer's being part of the day. Though. Okay, I have four questions for you, Joe, and they are all one hundred percent multiple choice. I, okay. I don't believe you. They are completely multiple choice. Um, the questions will be the proof in themselves. This first one is probably a little bit of a given, but we'll go for it. We'll see. We'll see how you do. All right. Some of these are castle themed. Some of these are a bit more just British medieval themed in general. All right. Which of these materials was not used to make clothes in medieval times? Linen, nylon, silk, or wool? Nylon. Good job. That was pretty obvious, it but didn't exist, right? Exactly. It was not a thing yet. It was not a thing. All right. Moving on to number two. How many arrows could an archer shoot in a minute using a longbow? 120, 12, 2, 21. That is very specific. I would imagine that would have to be archer specific. If, if it was Caitlin Potts in medieval times, I would probably say two. Wow. No Very hard. I believe in you. I just don't believe in your athletic ability. Um, <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, a long bow. 21. Maybe you should go with your second. 100, second. 120 is too many, Caitlin. 
I, I just I can't bring myself to say 120 because that would be one every half second. Okay, so so let's let's think about this. We've got. But one. I'm going to do it anyway. It's 120. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but that is also incorrect. The correct 12? answer. Yes. Yes. Yay! Yay! First try. Third out of four. You did so well. Well, if it takes five seconds to shoot one arrow. I guess. Huh. Yeah, I guess that would have to be it. I mean, here's the thing. If you're an expert, I'm sure it's not the average archer, right? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Fair enough. All right. How heavy, this is question number three, how heavy was a full suit of plate armor? As heavy as a newborn baby, as heavy as a seven-year-old child, as heavy as a grown man, as heavy as a 12-year-old child. Where the hell did you get this question? <laughs> it's fun. Look how much fun we're having. Why so much fun? These are like um, type questions. They're fun. You said baby, seven-year-old, 12-year-old, or man. You got it. I have to go with the 12-year-old. Okay, no, let's think or about the, this. Or the full-grown man. Let's think or about the, this. Or the seven-year-old. <laughs> You got it. Whoa, seven-year-old wow. child. Yeah. Nice, nice. Because the answer for the last question was 12. So why would the answer for this question also be 12? Unless I'm just really on a 12 kick. I thought, I thought you really liked that Princess Bride scene where, or maybe you're tricking me or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> maybe that's what you want me to think. Inconceivable. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. And this is one that's a little bit more castle palace oriented. This last question here. Buckingham Palace was originally called Buckingham what? Buckingham House? Buckingham Castle? Buckingham Manor? Buckingham Estate? Manor. Just Ooh. just tell me the answer. I'm not I might not even get it on the third go this time. It, it, it was actually originally called Buckingham House. Well, believe it or not. That's yeah. Sad and boring. I definitely thought you were going to know that one. I don't know why. I just figured you'd be like, well. No, I did rather poorly today. So When I was there with Sean and Kevin or whoever. You, you were expecting was, a Slumdog Millionaire type scenario. I where I had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nope. Yeah. Just did very poorly today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our hidden gems, shall we? So we've talked about some of these amazing castles in past episodes, but they're definitely worth noting, and we just want to give them a mention during our Hidden Gems bit. An honorable mention, if you will. Bambura Castle is located overlooking the Northumberland coastline, and it's one of the most impressive castles in all of England. Also in this region is Lindisfarne Castle. It's a 16th century Tudor fort that rises from a high outcrop of basalt rock and stands proudly on Holy Island. Other gems worth a mention here are High Clare Castle, the glamorous real-life Downton Abbey filming location, and Annick Castle, home to a great deal of history and Harry Potter filming locations. For more info on these, be sure to check out Reason 3, Filming Locations in Britain. And we do talk about them quite a lot in that episode, do we not? Big fan of all them castles, to be honest, but yeah, we've gone over mm-hmm. all of the stories and everything yeah. on them, so there's no point in rehashing them again and again and again. Exactly, exactly, yes. 
So what's our tour for this reason, Joe? What's our tour for this reason, Caitlin? This is the big one. It is our 13-day All of England self-drive tour. Important to mention before we start, a self-drive tour can very easily be turned into a chauffeur tour if you don't want to drive and you are willing to pay a little bit more. This 13-day tour of England takes you all over the country, hence the reason why it's named All of England. England is a big country and it can be very difficult to figure out where to go when you look at the map first. You know that London is a must visit, but where else should you look to go to get the most out of your trip in England? If you've got two weeks and love to move around the map, then you're already in the right place. This tour starts you off in London for three nights. We think that's enough time in London. You could stretch it further or you could do two if you want, but you're just not going to get enough done in two nights in London to see all the sights and do all the things, essentially. Never enough time in London. From London, you can either drive all the way up to York or you can take a train. We do recommend taking the train for this one because then you don't have to pick up your car yet. But if you take the train up to York, you've got two days in York and or two nights in york and you can spend that touring around the yorkshire dales and the north yorkshire moors or just spending time in york york is a really really fun and cool town Uh, from there you will head up the northumberland coast to sea houses where you will stay um, which is very close to bambra castle which we mentioned and you'll continue on up to the lake district where you'll spend two nights before going all the way down the west coast not quite the west coast because wales is there but down the west side of england down to bath and again bath is a beautiful city it's kind of what you would think of when you think of some of these old roman cities in britain with their amazing buildings and stuff and then down to dartmoor national park where you will stay at a castle and that is bobby castle which we have mentioned in the past and it's a wonderful wonderful way to end your tour um, because Bobby is a little bit away from the airport, you may in the end have to spend another night closer to the airport after that, depending on what you want to do. And if you want to see Stonehenge and all that, but we can figure all that out for you along the way on this tour, you will see Warwick Castle, Blenheim, Annick, all the London highlights, uh, Bamborough Castle, Lindisfarne, if you want, basically everything we've mentioned, you can squeeze in. Um, London and Dover might be a little, or Leeds and Dover might be a little difficult on this particular tour, but overall, not bad for the amount of time that we are giving you. Definitely. So, Caitlin. Yes. What do we have next? Um, I think my favorite, favorite segment ever, yeah. which is Caitlin Cares. Okay. And what do we do in Caitlin Cares? So we show me a really, really cute little animal picture, and then I react, and it's the best thing ever for me, at the very least. <gasps> oh my goodness, look at this little guy. It's a little bunny, and he's very alert. He's like, he looks like he's like poking his head out of something. There's like a little rock or boulder or something. I'm not, I can't tell how big it is that's in front of him. And he is in some kind of a field or forest or something. And he's poking his head out. Look at him. And his ears are like very, very attentive. He's, oh, he's, he's definitely he's very alert at the moment. There's, there's something he's going on. Super alert. Mm-hmm. He's super alert. Look at his little nosy. 
Look at his nose. All the whiskers. I know. Oh. What is what do you think he's thinking? Um he could be high. It's a possibility. <laughs> I think he is gone for the day and he just realized he um Let's had the stove on. on <laughs> and he's not sure if he turned it off or not. And it's gonna ruin his whole day. Yeah, and maybe his his house. Like, like he's not seconds sure. <laughs> after this photo was taken, he was fumbling around in his pockets for his phone to call his mom to yeah. see her his wife or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Like, hey, uh do we still have a house right and you now? Just, you just know there's a briefcase left down beside him as well because he's on the way to <laughs> exactly. he's on, on a business trip. He's missed a train because he can't think about anything else. The train is going in the opposite direction. He's like, what the hell? What do I do? And there goes his whole day, basically. Oh, picture, but he's adorable. picture really does tell a thousand words, doesn't it? It really does. Maybe even more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I should reiterate, too, these are animals that you can find in Britain that that, that I'm seeing in these um, episodes. We don't just do this just for fun, even though it is fun. But <laughs> Mostly for fun. It's mostly for fun. But if anybody's just listening now and they're like, what the heck just happened? You'll probably find a bunny somewhere in England and the UK and the world and whatever. All right, moving on. Um, That leads us to the end of this episode. But we're not going to be leaving you high, clear, and dry. Join us next time for Reason 21, Traditional British Recipes. So that is moving on to a new theme for this series we're moving away from castles exciting stuff joe knows i love joe knows i love the kitchen so i'll be all about this (laughs) (laughs) Um, and please we please ask you to make sure that you subscribe rate and review us on apple podcast woohoo right joe thank you very much for listening bye-bye thank you bye-bye cheerio